0: Hello, this is your host, Sonata Allison, and welcome back to the Parallel Podcast, where we talk about sexuality as it should be. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Parallel Podcast. So, as you guys can see, we'll be talking about No Glory Without the Cross, but as you know, we got to do some housekeeping first. Um, let's talk about today's trending episode. Um, so today I'm listening at an earlier time. So there's only one trending episode. Um, and that is episode 84, my most recent one with the newlyweds, Corey and Keeks, such a great episode for you guys to listen to. Um, yeah, just so good. They talked about abstinence, um, their preparation for marriage, and then also their, some of their adjustments in marriage as well also their love story and all that good stuff so check that out also let's look at the who's the top listeners for today it is uk nigeria oh sorry united states nigeria and the uk y'all be listening now and i appreciate it <laughs> um Next thing, I just want to, I'm just going to call y'all out. I just, I just got to do this because we, we family now, you know, and I don't want to be holding holding grudges or nothing or, or not telling y'all stuff about how I feel. Um, when I asked y'all to do that thing, you know, to write uh, Sofa in her comment section, um, no one did it. <laughs> not one person did it. And I'm a—I'm going to go ahead and take the blame for that because maybe I didn't spell her name out, right? Maybe I didn't spell her name out right. And y'all would just put in SOFA, you know what I'm saying? Um, so let's try this one more time and then I'm going to get out your hair. (laughs) Okay. So if y'all can write to Sofa, S-O-P-H-A, last name Rush, as in I'm trying to get there in a hurry. (laughs) Um, that's her Instagram. Just write to her. Please come on at the parallel pod. That's all. That's it. That's all I ask. And we're going to move off that. So as you guys can see today, we'll be talking about no glory without the cross and, Man, I think if Christians understood that we are here to struggle, <laughs> we are here to suffer, um, among other things, you know, just knowing that life is not on Earth is not supposed to be easy. I think it would actually make our lives a little easier. So that is what we'd be talking about today. All right. So let's get right into it. Yes. Yes. So um, as you know, if you've lived on this Earth for longer than, um, I don't know, three years, <laughs> you probably know that there will be suffering. Um, and I was recently on an Insta live with some of my friends in Nigeria and we spoke about purity. That's actually on my page, on my Instagram page, if you want to go check it out. Um, but Adibo said something that stuck with me. He said a lot more, you know, know, a lot more than what I'm about to say, but, um, it was basically summed up into like, there is no glory without the cross. He spoke about how, as Christians, we lay on the altar and offer ourselves up as a living sacrifice and the Holy Spirit cuts us open and rids us of everything that's not like him. And man, that don't even sound fun, right? <laughs> but that's what that's what be happening, you know? And I feel like this relates directly to purity because adibo also said that we think we have more time right we act as if we have so much time but we actually don't and Ava added and she was saying like the Lord is coming people think that the Lord is coming soon but like he's not he's already knocking at the door and I had friends who literally decided to like you know what while knowing the truth of the cross want to live a more sinful life so that they will be able to have more to be forgiven of and you may think like well that's stupid but if you're committing your life to sin or some sin um without that thought process it's still the same um and i don't say this to judge you the only difference between me and you is that i have a podcast and i truly think the lord didn't allow me a lot of opportunities for sexual sin um as you guys know i was addicted to pornography for four years um starting in my junior year of high school um i was humping boys in the seventh grade and um some other small run-ins but your girl is still a virgin as y'all know um there's an episode on that earlier on. Um, and you know, people will ask me how I did it. And I really do chalk it up to the fear of God. I was scared y'all, but I also respected him. And, you know, just knowing that my body is a temple and these boys literally didn't and, and don't deserve access until they commit to me. That really helped me. Those two things, fearing God, knowing that he, listen, my man is strong and he's all knowing and all powerful. So just knowing that having a healthy fear of God, that'll change your life, but also knowing your own worth, is going to be helpful too. Um, You know, but regardless of me being a virgin, one ounce of sexual sin makes me just as guilty as you guys or anyone else, you know? Um, And I'm just as in need of grace. I also think um, he did keep me so I can actually be someone that lives a life that I preach about. And I feel like it hurts more, like just, Personally speaking, when a Christian person ends up in the news for doing something like adultery, living in sexual sin, fraud, mistreatment of people, because, you know, you may have looked up, looked up to that person or thought of them as like a spiritual leader and you feel like you've been lied to. And I'm glad to say that your girl's out here uh, by herself. Okay, I ain't touching no men's. You're not going to hear a podcast episode where I come on and announce a pregnancy out of wedlock. Um, even though babies are a blessing. And I think that's important because I would never want to betray y'all and hold you to a standard that I don't keep myself. So um, I think that's important for any leader to know like there's a certain amount of responsibility in you holding yourself accountable um, to the people that you speak to and you you help. So um, that was a little tangent, but it also leads me into saying that Um, staying chast and avoiding sexual sin is not a walk in the park. There are men who I know were sent as tests. Okay. There's just that one man, you know, I'll never get him. Um, but anyways, um, that's frustrating to meet a man. And I'd be, I'd be having to tell myself to stand up, you know what I'm saying? Because I love me some men. (laughs) I love them. Um, but to be so close to being in a relationship. But so far, it's very exhausting. You know, it's cool to go on dates, right? Oh, so fun. But to be so close but so far, that is exhausting. Um, and the choice to not settle when, like, it, I can easily do it. I could easily settle so many times. Um, but I trust the Lord to give me the actual thing and not these fraudulent um, lookalikes, if, per se. But temptation is hard. It's hard. So I was chatting with some friends about how I wanna approach this topic. And I recently spoke to a client about this as well, which is interesting. Um, You know, everything is about balance on this earth. So I was talking to my client about how some people need to hear that there is more time because they feel dead in their sin. I've spoken to someone who said, well, I've already sinned once, I'm already going to hell. So I might as well just keep on going. And that's because that person was handed a flawed theology. So to that person, I would say there's still time to rededicate your sexuality to Christ. And to the person who wants to remain in that mindset, you know, the friend I was talking about earlier, who's like, you know, let me go ahead and pick up some more sins so I can uh, love more and forgive more or be forgiven more. Um, I would say that person, the time is now. Right. So it's just interesting how those two things happen and it's kind of how when the bible speaks to the Israelites the tone and urgency is different at times compared to the Gentiles and vice versa but as I was talking to my friends I came to the conclusion that it's it's urgency and grace that's the catch-all we all need to understand the urgency of Christ's return and you know really that is so important but we really have to remember that Jesus is now too um so it's 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 knowing Christ is present and that he is also coming back soon. Right. Um, but also that there is grace for us. Um, and I think, you know, we can't treat it like we, we need to stop sinning because our dad is going to come back and catch us in sin. Our heart posture shouldn't, shouldn't be that. It should be different. The God that we serve has feelings just like you. However you're feeling right now, he's felt it. He's felt sad, mad, confused, angry. God has felt those things. Um, I did a TikTok a little while back on how we serve a God of the impossible. And I spoke about how Jesus wept after seeing Lazarus' sister crying. This man has feelings, right? Even knowing that he was going to raise Lazarus from the dead he still cried because he saw the pain in his friend's heart. He felt how she was feeling. A lot of the time, what really stops me from sinning is remembering that this is a real relationship and I care about how Jesus feels. And I think this is a good opportunity for you guys to ask yourself, like, is this something I actually care about? Do I actually care about how Jesus feels? And sometimes it's hard for us to care about how Jesus feels when people have not cared about how we feel. So it's just checking, you know, how the world has kind of marred you and affected your relationship with Christ. But really when I think about it, I ha- <laughs> I hate hurting people that I care about. And Jesus is the person that I care about the most. And I don't want my temporary pleasure to make him feel unimportant. And it's very, it's really that simple. I don't want my temporary pleasure to make him feel unimportant because he's the most important thing in my life. So there is urgency. And I know if we got to see the look on the Lord's face after we sinned against him, it will cause a lot of us to really feel the weight of how the sin is actually affecting him. But sadly, we don't have that, but it's still just as real. He's still experiencing pain from um, our sin because sin is separating us from him. Why would someone who loves us want to be separated from us and vice versa? You know, why would you want to do something that would separate you from the person who loves you the most? So it is urgent that we care for Christ because even while we were sinners even while we sinned against others and ourselves, even when we sinned against Christ, he left us like he chose us, even though we were in the midst of sin. So it is literally an honor to experience grace. He gave us the honor to experience grace. We get to know that what he did on the cross was enough. It's enough. That Romans 8.1 confirms that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. And that basically means that we don't pay the bill. You don't do the time. Christ did it for us, but Romans also reminds of us of the urgency in Romans 6, 1, and 15 that says that we we don't just go on sinning, you know? We're new creations. We are no longer slaves to sin, and 1 Corinthians ten thirteen 13 reminds us that there's always a way out of temptation. There's no excuse for giving in, and I speak to my clients a lot about how our mindset can literally change our lives, literally as you guys see in the title of this episode, there is no glory without the cross. Romans 5 talks about how through suffering comes endurance, then through endurance comes character, then through character comes hope in Jesus Christ. Our whole goal on this earth is to love God and love others as we love ourselves. And through that, we get to suffer with Christ to become more like him. And y'all probably like, girl, what are you talking about? That's crazy. <laughs> um, I know it sounds wild, but um, the crazy thing is that it's the best way to live our life on earth. If you choose another way, there will be other things you will suffer for. Just think about that for a second. If you choose to live your life for sweets, your body will suffer. If you choose to live your life um, for men or, or people, um, you will always be let down. You the, There will always be that hole that will not be able to be filled. Um, just the way that we choose sexual sin there are pleasures within that, right? But you're also suffering self-betrayal of giving your body to people that don't deserve it. You suffer emotional hurt. Um, you're risking physical infections and diseases. Um, being in a relationship with people who aren't willing to commit to you. Those are all signs and, and things that you'll have to suffer. So when you choose Christ, you suffer persecution, having to respond to people or not respond to people in ways you would desire. <laughs> Can I get an Amen. <laughs> Cause I for sure want to put my hands on some people, but I did not by the grace of God. Thank you, Lord. And they should be thanking you as well, but also de- denying your flesh. Right. Um, and we also gain wholeness. The hole you try to fill with other things is full when you find it in Christ and you can experience true love, peace, joy, and relationship with the one person that created you. And the only person that can unconditionally love you the way that he does. You know what I'm saying? Like, if when you hear that, don't that make you want to love him better? Don't that make you want to be like, you know what? Why do I need to go over this man's house that literally don't be texting me back when he should be? Why do I need to go over this man's house who don't even love Jesus? And, you know, I have talked about this earlier in episodes. You don't want to be in a relationship with somebody who disrespects the man that you say you love the most. It's, it's, as, it's literally the same thing. As you inviting a man over to dinner, Jesus sitting there chatting with you, that's your best friend. He don't acknowledge him. He speaks over him. He don't even care that he's there. How dare he? That's what's like living dating people that don't love Jesus, okay? And even if he does love Jesus and he's, you know, putting you first, imagine let me not get too graphic, but the Lord can see y'all. You know what I'm saying? You don't want anyone that's gonna lead you into sinning against God. But that's a whole nother episode that I already did. <laughs> um So, yeah, you get to experience true, intimate relationship. Um, You get direction to live with purpose. You get to love better as well when you choose to suffer for Christ. And the Bible says in Romans 6, um, just to kind of paraphrase, you are a slave to whoever you you are obedient to. So whatever you obey, you are obedient to. And I know in the black community, we get uncomfortable hearing the term slave. It's like, what is this? Um, but basically, you have to choose your master. At the end of the day, there's something who, there's something or someone that is ruling you on this earth. Um, so are you going to be ruled by yourself, um, just following what you feel in the moment? Are you going to be a slave to something in creation that can't fill you? Or are you going to surrender your life to the only master that will love you unconditionally, make you more like him, and only suggest things that are good and perfect for you? And you may be thinking like, that's a no brainer, obviously the latter, but (laughs) it's going to cause you suffering, right? Everything that you choose is going to cause some level of suffering. So it is the simpler and easier choice to choose when I put it that way. Um, And if you can be obedient, just knowing those things, that'll help you even more in the struggle of suffering as well. So yes, there will be suffering. And sometimes that suffering is also being lonely and loving God. It, you know, it has gotten really lonely for me at times when I've been the only one not willing to sin or, you know, made fun of for being a virgin or for not wanting to do things that others will. But I would choose human, mock, humans mocking me over, like, hurting Jesus or, you know, disrespecting him. I, I would choose humans mocking me over and over again if it would mean that I would be able to love Christ well. I would never want to cause him the heartache that humans have caused me. Um, but suffering for Christ is worth it. There is, you know, this is not our final destination. So if we understand that striving for an easy life is not the point and that we can expect hardship, but Christ is with us and he already paid it all. I really think that things will become easier because you have a different viewpoint. Um, the wisdom of life and thankfully we serve a God who makes the gospel simple and helps us to understand things that confuse those who don't know and the lack of this knowledge does cause despair because they don't understand the meaning of it all imagine being in a world where you're just kind of dropped here and you really have no sense of direction maybe your parents don't know either Um, you don't have a sense of community that is telling you why you're here that just causes despair and, and just fear. That's fight or flight. People, people are probably living in fight or flight their whole lives because they don't actually understand the truth of the gospel. So we are so blessed to suffer for the God who loves us. And when it comes to sexuality, we get to suffer temporarily to wait for what we are worth, right? And if that means you have to suffer for the rest of your life, if that means you're going to understand the worth of your body and not just giving it to people just because you um, are lonely or tired of waiting i think your life will be better for it you know no one deserves access to your body without commitment you are worth more than that so i hope this helped put things into perspective for you guys to know that your suffering is not meaningless this life is but a vapor so live it for jesus and your heart your mind and your soul will thank you we're not here that long guys so Live for Christ. So as you guys know, you can follow the parallel at the parallel pod on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Please go, go, please go comment on Sofa's Instagram, please. It's the last time I'm asking y'all. Okay. And S S O P H A. S-O-P-H-A rush as if you're in a hurry. (laughs) And I will be talking to you guys, not next week, but the week after, as you know, remember to speak the truth in love, kiss the sun, and I'll be talking to you in two weeks. Bye.